Hello guys, welcome to the 10th episode of Creation Footy Podcast. We are once again joined, well I am once again joined by Herman, my co-host. Hello people, hello. Yeah, uh, not the best of weeks, I can say that for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hajduk, uh, how do I put this, were completely outplayed by Warashtin. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Well, I'm happy for Top Luck because it's it's not uh, guaranteed yet, but it's I'm think I'm it's pretty sure that that water thing is gonna stay. It's looking good. I mean, yeah. Uh, did you notice that our predictions are going in a re- really good dire- direction? We yeah. Said we said the Varazdin cannot lose anything. They they won everything. We even predicted that the Inter will go, will, will be relegated. So after that marriage a disaster we had in the beginning, we are pretty good at our predictions. Yeah, ten, ten, ten episodes in, we are learning to make yeah, good predictions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we're, it, we're gonna start with Hajduk, right? Yeah, let's start with Hajduk. Let's just get o- let's just get it over with because I think that's the the hardest topic in the in Croatian football right now. So yeah, Hajduk lost 3-2 to Varazdin. Varazdin first half absolutely dominated. Hajduk didn't have a chance. In the second half, Hajduk came back with two goals, but that wasn't enough. And yeah, Toplak got the win in the end. The only thing I can see for the upside is Vushkovic played good, scored a goal for Hajduk, and I think that's pretty much it. And Cholina played as a starting yeah. left back. As uh, did Nejašmić as a midfielder. But but what are your thoughts? I'm, 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 I really don't have a lot of lot of things to comment about Varazdin and, and Hajduk in that match because uh, everything I say would be pretty painful for, for you as a Hajduk fan. Well, no, 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 it's not as painful because... <laughs> we because talked... you, you're used to it. <laughs> I'm used to it. Yeah, I'm used to it, and, uh, and I know, I, I know, it, th- these things are gonna happen. But I was surprised. I, w- I was expecting that Tudor will get sacked or he will resign after the match, and I think absolutely no one mentioned this. So, what well, yeah, are you true. thinking about this? Well, yeah, the well, the first two games were not good. Actually, all the the. First three games for Hajduk were not good, obviously. They got two wins and one loss, but uh, when you struggle against Inter and Istra and Varazdin, and you're fighting for the second place in, in the league to get into a Champions League qualification spot, that isn't good when you're struggling against those kind of teams. And the next game you have is away at Zagreb against Lokomotiva, who are in form. Choo-choo-choo! <laughs> Who are informed, and I just think that I am prepared for a massacre. I am yeah. prepared for a massacre on Sunday. But, we, I, I still, I mean, you remember Oreschanin had a pretty good reputation as a Hajduk manager, and then yeah, Gzira happened. Then Gzira happened. Then he yeah. lost his job immediately after one match. Yeah. So I was kind of accept, expecting that. Tudor could face some problems after a loss against Varazdin. Well, honestly, I don't think they're going to sack him yet unless this poor form continues. But, but because I think he's the manager only because we won two games. 
And yeah, but still, why, why are they showing so much patience with, with him and they gave up on Oreshian himself quickly after one well, disaster? Well, yeah. Well, let me just ask you, would you rather get knocked out in the first qualifications of the Europa League against Xira or just lose one league match against Varazdi? Yeah, but did, didn't Oreshian had a decent run and then incident he against, did, and, then, and, and then incident against Zira. But Tudor is having continuously problems with, with, uh, with he had problems with the poorest team in the league inter and he they, they barely managed to win in the uh, 99th minute. So this showed problem, but they managed to to find three points and then this disaster against Varsin. I mean, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm just saying I'm surprised that that, that uh, he didn't have some serious problems with it. And even well, I he... think the pre- the Burbage, the president, talked to him and basically just said, "If you don't sh- if you don't sort out the shit, you're 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 out." Basically, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I guess that 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 makes sense, but. This is the problem of Hajduk because if you want to build a good team, you need to have a manager that manager. will be the be, that will be the part of the team for a longer pe- period than than few months, which is yeah. a regular case for Hajduk lately. Very regular. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but as we are on the topic of managers, I just want to point out a few managers that I liked at Hajduk. Okay. Those are Carillo, if you remember him. Uh-huh. And uh, Oreshchanin. And maybe Kopic. Maybe Kopic. But uh, yeah, those three, basically. Out of the last seven years, those three are the only ones I believed in. Yeah. I, but when you mentioned Kopic, the, I mean, this is... Uh, I just remember to him being at, at the hospital and being a Hajduk... Uh, Manager is a really stressful job, so yeah, it is because you have the pressure of the fans who are craving silverware at this point. We the fans yeah. want some kind of trophy, but uh, yeah, that doesn't look it's gonna come anytime soon, yeah, yeah. So, I uh, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, as you said, I think Tudor isn't gonna last very much. Maybe yeah. maybe he pulls pulls it out, maybe gets a few good results, but gets sacked at the end of the season. But we'll see. Maybe he turns it around better late than never, actually. So mm. we will find out. Or maybe not. No, maybe not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way to... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow, that's one way to, you know... Still, we we are not maybe gonna witness anything. Yeah. We won't witness the next game that's like in 15 minutes, uh, Inter against Tosiek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's move on to the other match that happened also when I, that was happening during that. How do I say? Bottle job and split. Uh, Istra won against Inter, and basically, I think they are very safe, but uh, they are currently fighting for to stay out of the playoff spot to face Orient. Yeah. Istra got the win by two goals, one from the penalty, which Gershon converted, and an early goal from Petar Bosancic, the defender from Hajduk. Yeah, it was uh, 
it was kind of expected, I think. We yeah, it predicted was. this this would happen because Istra at home, Inter in a in a total mess. Uh, they deserved this because they gave up on top luck. So, yeah, uh, it, it makes sense. And uh, it was a really expected win from Istra. I'm, I was not surprised to see. Yeah, neither was I. Yeah, and this was maybe the the last chance for Inter to wake up and to show that they have enough quality to stay. Yeah, maybe stay up, but I don't think we'll see this. But yeah, well, they just got like the other day. They just got the license for the first final, but I don't think they're gonna need that. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's you. You, you can say that it's done, but I it's still seven games to be played. But yeah, we we will see. Yeah, but the the body language of the club is not yeah uh, promising any anything. Good, not so. at all. Yeah. Especially when you compare it with the competition that is Vardes in uh, and with top Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's move on to Choo Choo, <laughs> Rijeka Lokomotiva. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting match. Very right? interesting match. Yeah, started good for Lokomotiva. Got the goal in the 36 minute by Castrati. Yeah, it was. Uh... I was never impressed with Pandur on on the goal for the yeah. and it, it was a pretty stupid goal to concede because Castrati had a really bad angle uh, when he took the shot, but he managed to score. Then Rijeka woke up. Uh, the first goal was from. Yateka in the 66th yeah, minute. Yeah, and then Andriasevic scored yeah. the beautiful header. It, it is interesting to see how today in football, I mean, it's not from today, it's happening for yeah, yeah, yeah. quite amount of time, that, that it's very efficient to place a header on the, on the grass before yeah. uh, it goes in, in, into the goal. Because... If if you uh, hit uh, the ball straight to the goal, it surely goes faster in, 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 into the net, possibly. But if you place it on the grass, it takes more time. But it's it's very hard for goalkeepers to 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 catch it. So this goal from Andriyashvili proved this theory, and we'll talk about Petkovic header, also similar thing. Yeah, very similar. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, in, in, interesting way to see how to place a header better. Yeah, uh, it, it even, <laughs> it even uh, sounds funny. But uh, if you remember, World and uh, it was Euro two thousand and twelve. Uh, when we played against Spain, yeah, and Modric crossed the ball with the outside of his foot to mm-hmm. Rakitic against Spain, and he headed the ball, but he didn't place it down. He, he shoots. His shot was straight in, in the goal, and Casillas saved it. So I, I, I immediately thought at that point he, he should have placed it down, and maybe Croatia would won that match and who knows well you're there. going eight years in the past so yeah that's too much for you yeah <laughs> no no no. i remember <laughs> you i remember those yeah. yeah but yeah but 
let's speak about the present. Actually, not the present, but yeah, the, the close past where Lokomotiva got the penalty fairly late on, mm-hmm. and Karacic basically gave Lokomotiva the point. So, yeah. is Lokomotiva gonna finish second? This is my honest question because they have faced all the bigger teams. And I'm saying that before they play, play Hajduk because I don't think Hajduk is... With the form they're in, I don't think they're a, a real threat to finish second. I mean, Lokomotiva messed up against Osijek because they lost an yeah. important what match. Uh, this win against Dinamo and big point against Rijeka, I think this gives them optimism for, for the future and I hope they can reach the second place. Well, yeah, I, so I do too. But yeah, let's... But one point uh, I got up. It, it is good to see fans again on the on the stadium. It's yeah. great to see fans and just the noise. All 12 of them. <laughs> I'm not speaking about Maximir, I'm speaking about Rujevica. Ah, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, as we are speaking about Maximir, yeah, Dinamo pulled off a late win against Slavin Belupo. After a good start, the first 37 minutes, Dinamo was in a 2-0 lead, and Teofil Katarin decided uh, before halftime, yeah, it's going to be 2-1. Yeah, yeah, with a known goal. Yeah, a good goal goal, if, if yeah, I say it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the better ones, but uh, yeah, Slime Bopo after that pounced and scored a 2-2 in the 49th minute, right after second half, the second half started. Uh, yeah, and then it lasted until 19th minute with the uh, already mentioned uh, Petkovic header. Yeah, header from Petkovic. I mean, it's as we talked about this match before in last podcast, it's it's an almost uh, a friendly match for, for both of the teams. Yeah. And the, the same thing will happen now in the following match, uh, Dinamo Gorica, and Gorica. Yeah. It, it's just a thing that coaches now are having chance to, to give opportunities to the younger players and they can show what they can do. So, yeah, true. Nothing special to mention about these matches. Yeah, nothing special. But uh, there's something special to mention about uh, Osijek Gorica. That is Lovrich. <laughs> who scored a 93rd minute uh, goal. It was a good goal, but uh, didn't help Gorica at all. Yeah. I, I like the goal from Maric more. Because yeah, it was. was a, yeah. It was a good beautiful love. pass from Nketia. Yeah. It's, it was a beautiful through ball, and I always love to see beautiful passes that enables uh, yeah. a striker to have a good opportunity to score, and his finish was also... Very, Very good. good, yeah. Uh, but the home advantage of Osijek against Gorica just showed that they are probably the better team than, than Gorica. Yeah. And this was their last chance to to reach the place to, to fight for, for Europe. And I, I think yeah. now it's over. Yeah, it's over for Gorica, I yeah. think also too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as you mentioned, Maric, he is now on 18 goals. 
wow, that is, that is a lot. Yeah. But uh, and this probably means he will be sold in in, in the summer. Yeah, so. I was about to say, where do you think he will move this summer? Like because I have a feeling he's gonna move somewhere like not Germany, but maybe France. I don't know why, but I feel him like in France. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I think he. he could use some more experience in Croatia, but as we know, situation in Croatia, they probably want to sell him. So yeah. it's hard to say. I don't think he will go in the top five leagues because you can see the example of Borna Barisic who joined Rangers in Scotland. Yeah, true. So I could see Mirko Maric going to to Scotland, to Belgium, uh, Netherlands, or maybe maybe Steven Gerrard again signs him, like another yeah, Carnell yeah, yeah. player from Austria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? I'm I'm really curious what will happen with Bochka. Because he's yeah. such a unique character and also a, a unique player, yeah. I would like to see him somewhere else uh, than high. No, let's just hope he doesn't drive a car into a petrol station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's just hope that doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Uh, well, that's for for the reviews. Let's move on to the previews. Let's start with the match that's going to start in like thirty-five minutes. That is Inter against Osijek, as we as we just said, Osijek is in form, while Inter is, uh, as you said, not looking good. Yeah, also probably one of the last chances for Inter to wake up and to try to stay up, uh, we'll see. But the importance is almost the same for, for Osijek to reach the second place. So you then... You can just then focus on the quality, and I think Osik is better here. Yeah, well, the last time they played in Zaporizh, there was an up, that was an absolute thriller. Uh, Spoljaric scored the last minute winner for Osik, if you remember. I remember this was the match when Milas Koric had some problems with defending. Yeah, it wasn't this last time in Zaporizh, or it was even before. I'm not sure. I I, I don't well that day. Both teams didn't go, do good defensively because Osek uh, won three two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Osek has struggled against lower teams. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, gotta... yeah, yeah. Uh, that's okay. Uh, yes, I wouldn't place any bets that Osek will win because it's a away match and they don't impress often in in away matches. So it's it's hard to know, uh, but. I would love to see Inter getting a three points. Yeah, same, because yeah. then the relegation battle is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, because the way it is now developing, it's not, it's, it's getting more obvious what, what will happen. Yeah. So, uh, the, the question who will be the champion is solved already. Well, it, uh, I think it will be tonight. Because... I, I, I'm not saying mathematically. I'm, yeah, I'm but was, yeah. Realistically, it was solved around Christmas. Come on, let's yeah, be honest. <laughs> and uh, the only interesting thing could be the the fight for the second place. Yeah. So, Inter Inter can add some spices in in Hainel if they win against. If Austin. they win, yeah, yeah. But as I mentioned, uh, Dynamo can confirm their title, the twenty first title of the first KNL tonight if they win against Goritz. 
Will they do it? They probably will. Let's be honest. They probably will. So I can expect some party in Zagreb. Well, probably. Uh, yeah. Just watch out for Corona. Just watch yeah. out for Corona. Because yeah. recently we have been getting double digits yeah. in yeah, daily we're... cases. Yeah, we're back to the old path. But yeah, let's not talk about this. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's it's depressing. It's <laughs> well, depressing you, to... you're the one that, that said maybe we, we won't uh, be alive for it at the start. So <laughs> you're the one that had some depression here now. Yeah. And we talk about we are talking about poor Inter, and it's really sound depressing. And not to mention <laughs> the, the not to old... mention Kaiduk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is one of the most depressing podcasts ever. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't and, know what's and, there. And West Ham is playing soon, so it will be a really depressing <laughs> day for you. So let's wrap it up in 10 minutes, lads. Come on. <laughs> I got to I gotta watch West Ham get demolished by Wolves. Adama Shore and, <laughs> and the people. So, yeah. But, yeah, I don't think there's anything special to say about this match, except that Dynamo can wrap up the title. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's going to be a realistic a friendly, friendly match between those, yeah. those two teams. But after that, we have uh, Varaždin facing off against Istra, which is a good match because both teams are. You're moving around your microphone, Herman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no problem. But yeah, I, I was going to say both teams are pretty good in good form after the last round. And uh, it will be good to see because both teams want to... I think, basically, whoever wins this match is safe. It's not getting relegated. Yeah. Could be. But for me, this is the same match as Inter against... Uh, as Istra in Pula against Inter. Yeah. I think the, the advantage of the home pitch is relevant. It so is. I, I expect Varazdin to win to against win. Istra. Yeah. Same prediction. I, I think that Varazdin is going to solve it uh, by a 2 0 victory. Yeah. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope now. Watch just Istra. Now just watch Ivan Delic's performance, score like Hatchik <laughs> for Istra. And yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's going to be a good match tonight because we have three matches. Uh, the one starting right now in 30 minutes and these two where Dynamo can wrap up the title. And of course, this. Very much to see who's gonna basically stay up. Yeah. And then Sunday, Slavin Blupa versus Rijeka, a tough away match for Rijeka, but can they stay second after this round? I think so. They they have to. So I mean Sorry. there was some unexpected uh, mistakes from the teams that are uh, fighting for the second place. Yeah. And Koprivnica looks like a perfect place to 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 drop some points. Uh, so I'm not sure Rijeka can win it, but surely they will have a pressure uh, to to win here. But I just remembered remember when Richard was our guest in in podcast. Yeah. He he wasn't impressed about Sandy Rosman. Yeah, so, he wasn't. So maybe. Koprivnica can show that Rosman is not a perfect solution for Rijeka. Well, we are going to find out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 
as you said, I don't think there's anything more to add because Slaven don't have to play for anything. Yeah, uh, they are like Dinamo and Goritz and just uh, yeah, just they fr- have friendly competitor. Yeah, yeah, just they have something to play for. Yeah, and then let's move on to I think the match of the round. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, it's Lokomotiva versus Hajduk. I after this round, yeah, I think Lokomotiva is gonna be third, and I see Hajduk fifth because uh, I think Osijek is gonna win against Inter today. You can just imagine Hajduk dropping to fifth after one round. Uh, sounds depressing, and I'm sounds very depressing. Yeah, <laughs> I really feel sorry for you, but I think Lokomotiva at home. Uh, Kaiduk away. Yeah, uh, also uh, a good point. And in in if you talk about form and and confidence, uh, even quality, I think. Even quality, ev- yeah, you could bring in question. E- everything looks in the way that Lokomotiva should win this, but it's football. You never know. So yeah, maybe Kaidu gets a point. Yeah. But yeah, as so you mentioned, I, I guess you would be delighted with the points. I would be delighted because uh, remember the last time we played uh, at at Zagreb against Lokomotiva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't the best match. We uh, uh, Garbage pull, pulled off a great save. So yeah, I I don't think we are gonna survive this time around. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, it's not because I think, but I just don't think. Uh, and as you mentioned, on paper, Lokomotiva is better because Hajduk is going to miss Mujakic, Simic. And today, news came out that Edok didn't follow the code of conduct and will be going to Zagreb. So, that, so that's... What, what happened? What He well, didn't follow what? Co- corona co- measures? Or... Either that or he didn't come up to training or he was uh-huh. late to training. Uh, Basically, the code of conduct, he didn't follow the rules. Uh, the Bochke problems. Well, not that kind of problems, but <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Not the gas station problems, but the not, general, not, general uh, behavior problems. Yeah, I, I not, understand. Yeah. not driving the car into a petrol station because they didn't want to give you a Snickers, but yeah. you didn't come to training or something like that. <laughs> As they say, Katsiglada needs his for Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it would be a fun match. Do you have any predictions? Like, let's see. Can we predict this right? I mean, I I never guess anything, so I will say five two for Lokomotiva. Five two, seven <laughs> goals in one game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, wow! I wasn't expecting for Hajduk to score two goals, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but you were expecting to concede five. Yeah, I, I was expecting that, of course. <laughs> I was just not expecting for Kaido to score too. Yeah. What would you say? Uh, probably 3-1 or 3-0 for Lokomotiva. Oh, you're really pessimistic. Well, it, it's not that I'm pessimist. I'm just looking at the form and the, ty- and the type of football that both teams are playing. And, Lok- and not, it's, sorry, but Kaido are struggling against the bottom three teams. While Lokomotiva is has beaten, uh, how do you say, Dynamo and got a point at Riek. Yeah, and had a close match against us. So yeah, I don't really see 
Hajduk pulling a point out of this unless they they are lucky. We'll see. Yeah, or Tudor maybe starts a new formation, maybe a new kind of tactic, and it surprises everyone. And maybe and and eleven new players. <laughs> and eleven new players. To be honest, I would rather see uh, juniors playing than than the current team because I think the juniors are gonna play better. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was never a fan of these theories. Let's play with junior teams. They yeah, I, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. I, but I, yeah. yeah, but I think some people are serious with this. But junior teams are far behind in in every far, aspect yeah, of, they the, are very, yeah. of, the, of the game. I mean, you probably saw the situation in uh, in Russia where Sochi played at home with. Rostov, I'm not sure. I'm I'm sorry. I might say okay, okay, some okay. wrong names. So the the visitor, uh, the away team, yeah, they, they are fourth in the table, and mm-hmm. the, the home team was like fifteenth on the table. And during the Corona situation uh, in Russia, the the whole team, the whole away team, had to go into quarantine, and they mm-hmm. were not able to play. So they sent the junior team to this uh-huh. match, and they lost ten one. Yeah, not yeah expected because, as you said, yeah. they they are they aren't even close to the level. Yeah, and uh, the, the goalkeeper of the team that conceded ten goals was man of the match because he had eleven saves and he saved the penalty. <laughs> he conceded ten goals, but he made eleven saves and saved the penalty. <laughs> yeah, and he was the official man of the match. So it's 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 a really really big difference. Can, can you just imagine that you're the goalkeeper of a team? You concede ten, but make make some saves and get the match ball. Yeah, and and you're probably <laughs> happy. And I'm, sure, I'm sure. Yeah, is. yeah. I'm really sure he has a smile on his face, and he's like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre Russia. It is Russia, actually. Yeah. yeah. They probably gave him a AK-47 as a, <laughs> as a as an award for being the man of the match. And vodka, because I think he is. 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think that does it, unless. You have something to comment because West Ham is about to start, and I'm prepared to see another Ooh. disaster. Another disaster, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Wolves, and I hope they they will win this. Yeah, I like them too this season. They are, they did pretty good, and I yeah, think they're yeah. gonna get European football again. Yeah, and they have a really good schedule until the the end of the Premiership. So yeah, uh, we'll see. Well, I'm looking at this West Ham team. Sorry for all the Cardinal fans that I'm because I'm dragging this out, but uh, it looks good. <laughs> but I'm just scared because I'm just seeing the Wolves team, and it's like, yeah, ten times better. Yeah, we'll see. I'm a, I'm uh, interested to see Declan Rice. He, yeah, there is a lot of hype about him, so I will take a look. Yeah, well, him. yeah. I'm going to go watch that. Uh, and we didn't talk about uh, Brighton and Arsenal. We did talk oh, yeah. before the match. So, sorry, fans. This is Croatian football. But it's interesting to sometimes to mention other things. So, uh, who knows? Maybe we'll talk about uh, Premiership someday. It's well, yeah, maybe, maybe in August when the Champions League and Europa League yeah, come back. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. talk about that a bit. 
because we were we will be missing Euros and World Cup for three years. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. That's okay. why we gotta look forward to next year when we are gonna have the Olympics and uh, the Euros. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I think that does it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, see you next time. Bye.